On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Oklahoma City. I got right over here to my left on the screen. That way is Ava joining us tonight. And then we have Scotty and Cody from the band Artifice. What is going on, fellas? What's up? What's up, guys? That intro song was intense. (laughs) Dude, it's the shit, man. It's the shit. I thought about changing it at one point. Like, yeah, we're going to fucking keep it. So we're we're keeping (laughs) it. Why would you ever think about changing it? Hey, it was before you even came on the show, okay? Was it was really, a long time ago. I was really hoping that we weren't going to be on camera when that happened because I got caught so off guard that I was just like. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see you actually rocking out on the bottom of the screen. There, I love watching bands rock out when that. Uh, oh, so you can song. see? Yeah, yeah we can see. <laughs> yeah, you can't see us. We can see you. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. the band is from Tennessee, kind of like anywhere Tennessee, everywhere Tennessee, right? Like Jackson, yeah, West Tennessee, in the northwest corner, northwest corner Tennessee. Okay, cool, man. So tell us a little bit about your band, when you guys started, and what the band's all about. Well, uh, uh, Cody and I, band, but... yeah, yeah. Who's the designated speaker? Damn it! We Who's both the designated are. speaker? Okay. We both talk too much. I think it was back in like 2011, uh, Cody and I started writing some songs together. We'd been in different bands and uh, had played a lot of shows together. And it was, it's like extremely hard, especially in this area, because there's not a lot of like big cities. Like, you know, we're two hours from Memphis, we're two hours from Nashville. So it's kind of like a little smaller town, uh, you know, vibes everywhere around here. So to find like, a group of dudes that was willing to go all in what wasn't as easy as it was in like a big city. So we, Cody and I are both our bands, uh, I guess broke up and, uh, we, we were like, Hey, let's start this together. Like you want this as bad as I do. And like, you know, let's just give up everything and throw it, throw everything at this. And so that's what we did. And we found some other guys that were willing to take the hit with us. And we went out on the road and, Man, from the early days, you know, we were riding around in our uh, conversion van and showering, like washing up in the McDonald's bathroom and brushing teeth in Walmart, you know. And, yeah. 
it, we, we roughed it for for a hot minute you know and uh and then uh shortly after that you know jared and anthony and uh mikey joined the band and they've been with us uh since what 2014 you know cody i think mikey joined in late 2014 and the rest of the guys were like june of 14 i think she got to plan, she got to plan for a Hell yeah, man. I do gotta I do yeah. gotta say I do I do gotta say that it is my birthday today. Happy birthday oh, to me. Shit. Oh, happy birthday, <laughs> dude. Thank you. Thank you. So Sharon says I actually forgot it was my birthday till 12 when I started the show. I forgot it was my birthday until Sharon said uh <laughs> my birthday thing. So okay, going back to the band though, is it hard? I mean, I've heard too that in 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 Tennessee specifically, it's hard, especially with the kind of genre of music that you guys play it's kind of hard to find other musicians without the stereotypical Tennessee kind of twangy, not really twangy. I, I, Tennessee yeah. has a sound though. Is that true? Is that true? It's hard to find people uh, in the same genres. I mean, it's definitely hard to find people, you know, that aren't uh, really like rock or metal. I guess there's, there's a lot of people that, you know, play rock and metal on a smaller basis, but not a lot that are really willing to make the sacrifice to try and get out and do it, you know, on more than just a, a night or two of the week. And uh, it's slim pickings for sure in this part of the country because hey. it's all country, really. Yeah, we and you're right, that... man. Like, go ahead. There's, there's a delay, small delay. <laughs> <laughs> we interviewed that one band that um, that said they try really hard to sound like they're not from Nashville. <laughs> I can't oh, remember yeah. which band that was. Though. Huh? Interesting. Well, it's I like everything really around that. us, you know, like. In Nashville, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I would say 80 to 90 percent country, you know, and then you go to Memphis and Memphis is a lot of uh, blues and R&B and hip hop. And there is a there is a good little metal scene in Memphis. And uh, but like all around Tennessee, there's not a lot of rock venues. You know what I mean? Uh, until you get into Nashville or and there's a couple, you know, in, in Memphis. But but other than that, like. Uh, even even for instance in our hometown like we rent out a club when we play home home shows you know mm -hmm. we bring in our own sound and lights and the whole in the whole nine yards because there's not there's not that rock venue around here so you got to bring your own so you got to bring your own shit whenever you play it like you like if you don't have your own stuff then you can't you you can't expect the venue to actually have that for you and make you guys you know cuz when when you when you're doing a concert it's all about the show not just what you sound like right you gotta have a show. So Absolutely. is it hard when is it hard when you go to a venue then to ha to have to set up your lights? Like, well, are they like floor lights or are they hanging? Most of the time, we don't really handle any of that stuff. You know, ninety five percent of the time, we'll play venues that you know have like an in house setup or whatever, and we bring a lot of our own gear and stuff as well. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't even know. It's, but yeah, it's a lot. we are kind of we're moving right now into a more like self-contained system to where we are in control of more of those things. And we are in more control of how it's going to sound and, and uh, how things are going to sound to us on stage. And, you know, cause, cause you're at the venue's mercy a lot of times, you know, and sometimes yeah, it's yeah. really good stuff. And other times you're like, Ooh, this is, this is what we got to play on tonight. You know, yeah. but you make it happen. You got to make it happen. You're going to play like, fuck it. Let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead no and doubt. play. <laughs> I mean, we've definitely played on some sound systems that were doing nothing but staying on pretty much. So <laughs> <laughs> we've been there. 
Uh, your new song, Cut Me Out, you guys are promoting the crap out of it, man. Like, on your socials. And it's I, I, you guys even, like, put, like, Octane's phone number. And, like, you guys, even, even on your page, I saw, like, every, like, the big city. <laughs> every big city that had, like, a big radio station, you put, like, the, the number to the radio station on on that list i mean are you guys getting played on the radio or you get any okay love how's that how's that working out for the song we are getting some play on radio right now and uh we're waiting to hear back from octane at the moment hoping that those guys push it on there so maybe if everybody keeps bugging them enough they'll get that plan (laughs) (laughs) go ahead ava um, on a different topic, <laughs> I, I yeah. saw that you guys were recently signed um, in July and yeah. uh, wanted to know how that's going, I guess, as a musician who's curious. <laughs> yeah, um, it's going pretty good uh, or pretty well, I guess I should say. Um, we actually, uh, first of all, we've all been like huge Seven Dust fans for years and we just got lucky enough one night we were playing like in Illinois and the drummer was there, Morgan. And I guess he enjoyed the set. We ended up hanging out for a while after the show. And there wasn't, you know, any really talk or anything like that going on. We were just, like, hoping maybe we could play some shows to Seven Dust or whatever. And, uh, you know, fast forward a couple years down the road, and and Morgan has got his hand in this label thing over at Imagine Records, and he called us up, and he was like, hey, man, I really like what you guys have going on, so I'd like to work with you. And we did it. And so far, you know, it's been really good. We're uh, we're really pleased with a lot of the stuff that we've been able to accomplish just with one song, and looking forward to what the future is going to hold. Were you nervous? Were you nervous? Like, were you nervous? Like when they said they're going to sign you, you guys, then you guys are like, like, do they hear that song and then sign you, or do they sign you and then they're like come up with a fucking badass song like right now? No, they heard <laughs> they heard like most of the new yeah. record first, and they were like, okay. we need that shit right now. <laughs> That's the shit we want yeah, on our right now. I was way more nervous the night that we were up on stage and I saw Morgan Rose walk in the back while we're going on, For like sure. literally like 30 seconds into our show. I was like, oh, wow. To answer your Morgan question, though, anytime, like, we got, we somebody, tonight. <laughs> anytime somebody asks me to sign a document, I immediately start sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, don't, I don't know about this. I don't know about it, man. So and then, and then you guys are you guys have a sponsored with the is it Monster Cable? Is that what it's a Monster? They do cable Monster, like uh, audio, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and did that come with the record label signing? Or was that before? Uh, we actually neither, hooked really, up yeah. with them at the Nam show in uh, oh, Nam cool. in Nashville, and we met up with those guys. Uh, we actually ran into uh, our buddy Mike there, who is uh, got us the whole the whole hook up there, and. Uh, we went out. We had a good time, and uh, we were probably out till about two, three in the morning, just talking business, talking music, just having a good time. And we all clicked really well, so we jumped on that. And uh, we're stoked, man. They make great products, the best cables you can get, you know. And then uh, we're yeah. all, we also just got on with uh, Westone Audio for in ears, and man, their stuff is it's incredible, you know. It really is just to like have that that top notch quality you know, equipment to go on the stage and, and know it's not going to fail you is worth so much. Did you have to mold it to your ears? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. And we actually, we actually had to go twice. Yeah, we had to go twice. The first lady, like, she was super confident in it. She was just like, I got this. Like, you guys are going to have any problems. I've never messed up an ear mold in my life. 
literally so we get them done and we get it done, and uh, Weston calls us, and they're just like, "Hey guys, you're gonna have to go get them done again." They didn't get it. <laughs> so, so we went back to the lady, and we were like, "Hey, will you do it again?" And she's just like, "Absolutely not. I know they're perfect." Oh my and, god! Uh, oh, I hate people like that. Completely different. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Oh, I hate I hate people that don't admit when they make a mistake. It's like, dude, come on, come on, you done yeah. fucked up. Just admit it and do it again. I didn't mess up. Yeah, I mean, when you're that confident about it and you mess up, <laughs> you know, you kind of, it's kind of hard yeah. to say that you're wrong. You have to ask, for sure. <laughs> That's horseshit. All right. We should have known up. when we walked in there and there was nobody else in there. I, I thought that, you know, and I was just like, ah, oh, sure, it's just a quiet day, whatever. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Let's let's talk about Cut Me Out. What? And I, I read a little bit about what the song's about. But in your own words, um, I guess Scotty would be the one to explain it the best. Tell us what the song's about. Did you write you wrote lyrics to it? I would assume, right? Yeah. Well, uh, a lot of times we all just kind of write together, you know. Even even at times, like I'll come up with the basis of something, and you know, we'll sit down in there and uh, and and hash it out. Or sometimes somebody else comes up with a lyric or a guitar part, like. One of the cool things about being in this band is, uh, you know, there's a fair share of people that do multiple things really well. So, cool. you know, and we have a lot of trust in each other to like bounce those ideas off and know that, you know, if I write something, Cody's going to tell me if he thinks it sucks and vice versa, you know, and it's just like, all right, cool, then it probably sucks and we need to change it, you know. I mean, being in a band but is we also like butt heads about it. You have to. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it's like being married, and we didn't, you know, get to the point to where we can communicate about our creative ideas without a lot of practice <laughs> and probably a lot of arguing. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's oh, why I meant yeah. my practice. Marriage counseling. But the song itself um, is really about, um, you know, just having a toxic person in your life, and, and, and especially somebody that you know you keep given what you got and and they seem to always want to take credit for those things or they always want to seem to to take you down a notch and this song is kind of just saying hey look i've given i've given what i got and you can hate me if you want for for blaming you for these things you screwed up you know but if that's how it's going to be then just cut me out you know and that's where the whole basis of the song started off kind of like the lady that fucked so do you up want to elaborate ears, right? on that any i mean you you know, pretty much got most of it there. It, it's, uh, I mean, to me, it's about like gaslighting and it's about having a relationship, like you said, with somebody, you know, that's toxic and they're blaming you for these issues and, you know, taking all this energy you're putting out and giving nothing back and basically saying that you're the problem. And the literal, you know, title of the song is kind of an allusion to the phrase, you know, if I'm, if I'm so bad and I'm causing you so many problems in your life, then why don't you just cut me out of it? Like that's kind of you know the whole point of the song. So hell yeah, man! Well, let's check out the song right now. This song came out what last month? August? August thirteenth. August thirteenth. Was that a Friday? Wasn't that Friday the thirteenth? It was. It was. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Cut me out. Let's check it out right now.
You know, hiding. I got a lot of black on, so yeah, it's hard to it's yeah. hard it's hard to tell. Like, you know, I have a lot of hair too, but you know, I have a lot of black. On. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have no hair. In fact, if I did, it'd probably be gray. A chrome dome. Well, Amy's <laughs> got That's the so skeleton behind her, so you can see her hair. Yeah, that's right. That's that's exactly why I put it there. (laughs) Actually, just put that there. It looks looks pretty good. I'm liking the skeleton, Ava. That was a that was a nice upgrade. Pretty dope. You got you got to name him. Have you named him yet? Not yet. Not yet. Skeletor. Oh, you got to have your listeners like name that thing. Skeletor. We should. That's a good idea, Ava. You should. We should do that. I I agree. <laughs> I hear that, dude. That song literally—that song literally sounds like it could be on Octane. I mean, it's like the production you, is bro. fucking phenomenal, dude. Like, it's a great—it's it's catchy, it's dude. Great rhythmatic, man. All that production and stuff, uh, Scotty yeah. and I. But mostly, uh, we'd never done anything like that before, and we recorded the record a couple times and didn't like it. We were like, let's just produce it ourselves, start over, and uh, that's what—that's what we ended with. So that's a huge compliment to hear you say that. Yeah, good, good. What, how was the music video shoot? How long did that take? And where did you guys shoot the video at? Was it like a one take camera? Or did you guys play it like fucking a hundred oh. times? Oh, we played it probably <laughs> 15 to 20 times. It was yeah. at an airport airplane hangar at the uh, airport in Jackson, Tennessee. And our friend Paul from Cool World Photography up in Ohio, he came down and he shot it on his Sony RED camera, which that thing like, even just like the raw footage, we were all just wowed by. It looked so, good, <laughs> you know. That's why I just, just like, that man, I did not good know enough. a camera could look that good. <laughs> That's all. Were you, were you, at the end of, at the end of the day of shooting, was it like all right, we're tired of hearing this song and like just playing? Or no, you or you guys? I know one person in the band was at least tired. I'm like, God damn it! It's like physically home. tired, oh. definitely. Like linguini arms, uh, not moving. You know, muscular function was not happening. But <laughs> like, I would definitely wasn't tired of playing the song. It's like, yeah. 
Like you don't get tired of watching your kids grow up, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I feel like if you're a musician and you get tired of hearing your own music, then you're just kind of fucked because you're gonna have I mean, to play. Yeah, right. I probably get burned out, you know, more than other songs. But overall, I can't really say that I get too tired of at least playing my own music, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like we just shot a. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say we just shot another video that's gonna be coming out the twenty third, right? The video, yeah, nice. And uh, man, we killed ourselves literally that night. Cody, we were Cody's grandma's at his grandparents. They have like all these fields where we shot the video at. And uh, afterwards, she cooked for us. And Anthony and I, in, like specifically, I remember trying to like lean down at my plate and eat my head. My neck hurt so bad that I had to physically use my hand to lift my head up and down in order to put food in my mouth. <laughs> it was rough. And probably for what, five, did, didn't you hurt for like four or five days after? I mean, yeah, sometimes I just hurt when I get out of the bed, so that's no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, miserable. It's kind of a workout, though, so you kind of got to feel healthy afterwards, right? Because you're kind of working out at the same time. So I mean, it's like you feel, a, yeah, you no doubt. feel accomplished, you know, when it's over with because you're like, sweet, I did that. But in the process, it's a lot. Like I felt like I was gonna pass out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's never a good feel. That's never a good feeling when you gotta feel like that. Did you guys use the same uh, production, uh, same camera? Uh, the guy who shot your last video for the second song, or no, something no. different? Okay. Yeah, um, we got a whole new crew. We're gonna go. Uh, you know, we're kind of just. We got a little bit of a music video fever, so we're just seeing what we like and liking, you know, working with a bunch of different people. And we actually did uh, our next one is going to be with Hot Keys Productions out of Memphis. And uh, I'm not sure what kind of camera they were using, but I know it was a big son of a gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were cool, too. They, they brought out the whole, like, trolley system, you know, where the camera's, like, riding on the track around mm -hmm. you and stuff. And, you know, for us a little tent. Oh, country boys it seemed kind of cool fancy <laughs> <laughs> does, does a record label help out with any of the cost or this or is it just like you guys got to go do it on your own and we're just going to push what you guys put out there it really uh that just kind of varies you know our situation we're pretty fortunate we have a really good working relationship with the label and uh even though they are a record label in a lot of ways it's kind of like a mutual partnership between mm -hmm. the two of us so that benefits us. We're still very much, uh, you know, we're signed and working with those guys, but we also kind of approach things from an independent standpoint as well and make a lot of things happen on our own behalf. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, I think that's common nowadays, though, with record labels. I think, like, you know, the industry's really changed. Back, like, in the 90s, you could sign a record label. They put, kind of put everything out there for you. Uh, I don't know if it's common. But. No, no, I, I would say no. I'm saying now it's kind of more common. Where bands that are signed to labels, they still kind of have to take an independent approach to um, them being an artist. What do you think I meant? That's what I meant. Did I say something? <laughs> that, did I say something? That didn't sound I don't like know. That? Like there are still some record labels, like a lot of record labels, actually, that like don't let you have any freedom. Well, yeah, if it's like fucking Sony Records, a lot of people get fucked over. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably small, yeah, it, it, it really is like, and you know, it's a lot of it's in the contracts, and it's because the the lang the language used in the legal speak is like you got to learn it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we spent hours upon, I mean, countless hours going line by line, and 
and the hand, last you know good handful of contracts we ever we've had we read them in the past and thought we understood a lot of things and we realized now that we didn't understand things as clearly as we thought we did you know so now we break it down line by line and we sit the whole band down and everybody mm-hmm. makes sure that everybody understands everything and I'm sure when people get the re- contract return that we send back to them, they're like, these guys. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because you probably change a bunch of shit, huh? I'm pretty sure that's just how yeah. it goes. Anytime we work with anybody, Scotty. Mix <laughs> notes, uh, you know, Photoshop notes. Uh, it doesn't matter. People probably see our names yeah, pop up on their phone, and they're just like, oh, these guys again. <laughs> <laughs> we've, been drop- we've been dropping graphic designers like flies. Like, that's the yeah. hardest – Thing to hold on to is a good graphic designer we're just we like to work hard we're hard workers this is what we do we want you know this band and this business that we're running to be successful yeah. and especially in a post-covid world in the music industry nonetheless it's sometimes a little hard to find people that want to work as hard as you do so people don't like when we hit them up because we're usually annoying them about stuff <laughs> hey, you, you got you got you got to approach the band like it is a business Otherwise, lots of bands fail because if not everyone in the band sees eye to eye on things and doesn't treat it like a business, a lot of times it's just not going to work. You know, it's just not going to work. Are you guys, have you guys had any talks of recent tours or are you guys still kind of holding off and waiting to play venues? Oh, no, we're uh, working on some stuff right now. We don't have anything we can talk about yet, but hopefully over the course of the next few weeks, we're going to have some stuff we can announce as far as tour dates go. Yeah, nothing's going to stop us from going out. It's been too long. We're ready to play, and, uh, you know, I guess whatever happens will happen, but we're going to go do the damn thing. <laughs> so so many bands that I'm not to talk about it right now. I'm like, just fucking talk about it. No one's listening anyways. Just let me know. <laughs> no one's going to pay any attention to it. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of my approach. And you guys are working on your website, yeah. you guys. Yeah, I know you guys have merchandise on your website. Not a whole lot on the yet because where, where it says tour dates, there's nothing listed. It looks like it's still getting worked on though. Um, like I said, you see your uh, sponsors on there, your videos on there. Is that a work in progress at the moment uh, to get ready for when you guys do start touring? Yeah, I think it's all just kind of a work in progress. We every every day we just kind of spend trying to improve something or trying to you know increase on it. Like right now, we're really focusing on uh, getting a lot of content out to people because just content so important and it, to keep people's attention and keep them you know thinking about you and going, oh yeah, I forgot they put out a song again. I forgot maybe I didn't listen to it, you know and. So we just try to stay on top of things and and communicate with our fans as much as possible and just any way we can grow something or better it, you know. Uh, even the merch store, you know, we we might end up, you know, changing to something newer and better or we're, we don't like to get stuck into something, you know, because things mm. are just developing and moving so fast these days, you know. Yeah. And it's like you got, you got to ride the wave or you're going to get left behind. It's like clothes, you know, you don't you got to grow clothes. That doesn't mean you just have to be naked. You just go get new clothes. <laughs> I just keep on my. I just yeah, that's true. I I don't. I, I did. I you know. I have some of my shirts I've had honestly for probably I don't know about twenty years, but I've like for the last like fifteen years. I think I've weighed the same weight and I haven't gotten any taller. So I I think I'm over fifteen fifteen years old. Hey, that's not a bad problem, man. You know what I mean. 
No, I know it's not a bad problem. I'm surprised some of my shorts still fell. Like, man, 15 years ago, still fit. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, so. and, and, and t-shirts, you know, I've got t-shirts in my closet that I haven't even worn in years, but I refuse to throw them away. They're like pets, you know, like memories <laughs> in those shirts. You know? I, I know, oh, I know it. I know that feeling. I'm not, and even if they get like ripped up, even if my clothes get ripped up, I might just like rip the sleeves up or like turning into something else. Or sometimes if it's really bad, I'll just take the design and make it as a patch on like a jacket or something like that. No one cares. Yeah, well, yeah. I care. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ava. I like jacket patches. Ava obviously isn't rocking any patches. <laughs> no, Ava does not care, apparently. <laughs> Ava does not care. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, where can everybody go find you? I know you guys your music videos on YouTube. Um, and you guys are on Apple, Spotify. If you guys want if you want to find your merchandise, where do people go to, to buy that and look it up? Artfist.com. Uh, if you go there, there's links to the merch store. And then, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, you know, all the socials. Come on there, check out, hang out with us. You know, we're, we're going to be doing some more uh, giveaways coming up soon. We got with some more releases. You know, we got a, another new song dropping on the 17th. Right, Cody? Mm -hmm. And then the video dropping the following week on the 23rd. So lots of stuff. We're going to be rolling stuff out all year long. So... It's not going to get boring. I promise that. Well, that's exciting to be on the up and up, coming out with new songs, new music videos, like right almost back to back. I mean, that's really an accomplishment. And I know you feel the ball kind of rolling. And when you feel that, it just builds momentum up, gets everyone excited. So I know you can't wait to announce your, your shows and what you're doing. So I'm happy for you guys. I love the music. I hope Octane picks you guys up. And I hope all the other radio stations across the United States Wind up checking out Artifice and go buy some merch with these guys. Go stream their music. That that's just you guys. You guys did fantastic, and I love the song. Thanks so much. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Yep. All right, you guys we'll be back anytime. Well, I will have you guys back for sure. You guys stay right there. Don't go anywhere just yet. I want to thank everyone who listens to the Loud Spot. Support the show. Please go to www.patreon.com forward slash the Loud Spot uh, to show some support on our Patreon page. And you can go to www.theloudspot.net to check out check out our YouTube videos. We're on Apple, Spotify, all our audios. It, it's pretty much everywhere. And we also got merch. That's all I got. Hey, you guys, stay right there till the outro song is done. Peace out, rock on, and much love. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have us back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? A yes. pink post has a pink show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> I'm dead. 
From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.